Welcome back to Globe Thotting, my dearest. It's another great week. Today, we are joined by my redheaded beauty, Whitney Moore. She's a host, she's an actress, she's a writer, she's a filmmaker, she does everything. She's so pretty. Every Never. time I see her, I, I stare at her ass and then assault her ass. <laughs> and it's good to have you on the pod. Welcome, Whitney Moore. It's not assault if it's welcome. Also, I have to say I've never been described as a redheaded beauty because I'm a recent redhead and it just like, I'm going to say full body chills. Um, Elation feels like I finally made it. Also, might dye my hair back to blonde tomorrow. Who knows? What was the choice to go red? I lost my best friend. I got into a big fight. Not even a big fight, actually. Really circumstantial with somebody who uh, turned out to be kind of shitty. And friend breakups? Bad. Really bad. Really bad. So instead of bangs, you went red? I already had bangs. I could only do do the most extreme thing you can do with your hair. But, you know, it is true what they say. Breakup hair is a powerful tool. And it did help heal me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad. Fuck that friend. I have a lot of shit to talk post- recording on that yeah it'll be off the wreck um <laughs> welcome to the podcast I'm so happy to have you thank you for having me Whitney is a such a delightful person we got to bond and spend a lot of time together she wrote this short <laughs> went viral just saying um <laughs> won a bunch of awards she wrote this crazy short we filmed it during the pandemic I played a ghost Airbnb host oh my god spoilers whatever watch, watch <laughs> it anyway and um it was really fun we had the best time that was and the best I was the most unprofessional person on set because I was just like I brought the drugs and Marcus the director was like let's do that after we wrap and I was like and we did <laughs> and you know what you ended up being I'm gonna say the absolute you were the belle of the ball. You were the favorite. You were the star. You were the icon. You were, you brought the funny. You were it, my dear. Deb is an icon. I mean, if you look, look at the comments, doll. Just look at the YouTube comments. Everyone's like, I want to go party at Deb's house. I want to party at Deb's house. Me too. <laughs> it was so fun. It was really, really fun. So Whitney is a gem. Welcome, my little, my little sweet. Thank you, darling. I'm um, so happy to be here. I have so many horny stories for you. Do you ever go through periods where you only think about like death and sex? Because I am, am very much in that right now. Mm. Maybe it's the winter. Maybe I'm having a Dark night of the soul. Um, dark naturalism is really in right now, and I what feel like that is might that? fit. It's like an aesthetic. It's like, it's like you know, people who have weddings where the centerpieces are just like plums and blackberries, oh. and it's like all very moody, and it's kind of like a forest nymph vibes, but it's all like deep purples and reds, and it's like. It's like nature, but like somebody who's going through a divorce. I attribute it to be to being inside because it's cold and having a vibrator. And so <laughs> I am and also being unemployed. So I am jerking it four to five times a day. Oh, she's horny. Dude, again, like I just I don't know if it's like burrowing into the wintertime or if I've just been like we, we will get into it. I've been surrounded by lots of like sexual themes and travel so I'm very excited to talk about that with you or it's just like hey 
let me lie under a blanket all day. It's 50 degrees outside and do nothing but cast spells on my wand. That's it. Okay, so we're giving witch. <laughs> we're giving horny witch. That's what we're giving. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have it. You know, let's spice it up on this pod. <laughs> had too many dudes. Wait, am I? Wait. What are we This is for? a spicy podcast, right? It, anything goes. We don't have rules. Okay. It's my goddamn pod. I can do whatever I want. That's true. Um. Okay, let's do some opening questions. I mean, I feel yes. like, you know, the audience has gotten to know you pretty fast. But opening <laughs> questions is fun. So... First things first, Mm -hmm. I know we're going to talk all about your vagina, but let's move it back to your butthole. (laughs) What is... Let's take it back. Let's take it back (laughs) and then we'll come forward. What is um, the most epic diarrhea story you have while traveling? Okay. I have it immediately. And this is... I mean, I am... I'm going to say there's a loose definition of traveling. It will be traveling for many of you listening because I'm traveling all the way to Hollywood Boulevard, a place that you should never go, uh, particularly the 24-hour fitness on it. Uh, when I first moved to LA, one of the first jobs that I got was a um, nerd consultant. Uh, I'm a bit of a gamer girl. Uh, I <laughs> Uh, fucking shoot me (laughs) um i do that um and so when i first moved to la i was like what skills do i have none and i got picked up by a brand that is notable and current called g fuel aka gamer fuel but back in the day they were called gamma labs because they were just a pre-workout formula and they very badly wanted to get into the pro gaming scene and like juice up all these little kiddos on creatine who were playing like starcraft or whatever um and it worked they like fully did and when i got paid 200 dollars and a tub of I guess like creatine whatever like pre-workout mix and I took it once and I had absolutely violent diarrhea at the 24-hour fitness on Hollywood Boulevard and I went home and still I believe that is not the weirdest thing that has ever happened there because you know central of of Hollywood that's a there's a lot of people watching there. I, if you're going to shit your pants somewhere, either do it like in New York or in the middle of like the Walk of Fame because no one will blink twice. What was the harder workout? Whatever you did at the gym or that shit you took? I didn't even. I made it into the elevator. Like I didn't even make it into the gym. I And I'm thank God, you know, but I was. So I guess, yeah, the shitting. <laughs> Honestly. Respect. Um, my second opening question is, have you ever gotten in, like, an epic fight while traveling? Oh, my gosh. Probably so many with, like, my sisters, but those are boring. But I will say that one thing that really annoys me traveling is this this past spring, I finally was able to take my honeymoon. I got married in 2019. We went to uh, Spain and Italy, and we did one of those, like, you know – you know how Airbnb has, like, experiences that you can, like, book, and it's, like, locals being, like, go on, like, an authentic cheese tour or whatever. Yeah, or, like, a cooking class. Yeah. Yeah. We did a couple of those, and they were fine, whatever, but we did one that was, like, a walking history tour of Florence, and this woman who was on the tour, not the guide, the guide was, like, a college girl. It was just, like, this is a side gig for me, whatever, you know. Um, the woman who was with us 
would not stop correcting our tour guide and she was she was so mean and also like early early on we tried to make conversation with her about like I don't know she was talking about like name history and Jesse my husband was like oh I think that like Jesse comes from this or like that he said whatever and she was like it's not and she just like shut him down and it's like it's okay so obnoxious anytime somebody is like wants to be especially if you're not the you're not the person running the tour anytime someone goes on a like a tour like that or any sort of experience where they want to like talk down to condescend to and also like correct the guide it's like it was so funny but also it was a couple Aperol spritzes deep and I was like about to fight this bitch I had I had an experience like that when I was I was on a press trip once and we were doing like a it was like a whiskey press trip and there was this guy one of the other travel writers and so he writes about whiskey so he thinks he knows everything about alcohol and I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know anything about whiskey so I was just like sure what you could tell me whiskey's made from like you know the piss of babies and I'd be like sure yeah makes sense oh that was gross I should probably cut that out (laughs) (laughs) anyway but but this guy he the he kept like correcting the we were like touring a distillery and he kept correcting the tour guide of the distillery. And oh I was just like, God. would you put your goddamn pinky down? You're wearing capris. <laughs> You're wearing jorts. Okay. Nobody is allowed to be like a snob if they're wearing no. jean no. shorts as a man. Mm-mm. No. I, I also just like any time. There are very few times where it's appropriate to correct someone because uh, getting something wrong is like you know does like very minimal damage unless you're talking to i don't know the president i don't know i don't know when a time it would be appropriate like to if correct it's gonna someone. like spread like really dangerous misinformation yeah but if like, it's pronunciation yeah. or like a, a bit of history about something it's like this isn't even you know what it bothers me is because it's under the guise of being helpful when it's really your ego it's it's literally just about you you want to be the smart one and it's not like you're you're framing it as oh I'm actually helping you and I'm helping you be better at your job but it's like that's not what this is about you're just being an asshole all right I like that that's a good one I hate people who think they're smart (laughs) you're like I only want dumbasses yeah honestly people who self-identify as bimbos are my favorite (laughs) true (laughs) I like that for you how did you, are you an Airbnb person? Do you like to stay at Airbnb? God, you know, I think it had a really, like, it was really easy to to feel romantic about Airbnbs. I mean, we did shoot Palm Swings in one, and there are, like, you know, loosey-goosey rules about filmmaking during them, and, you know, obviously, like, around L.A., that's different, but I, I value it for that idea but man, what a way they have tanked their business just by being the worst company ever. Like it sucks because I do love, you know, I've got I've got a family with kids and not me, of course. Let me just get that on the record. No kids for me. But you know um, that, I, that I might have fathered some children <laughs> somewhere along the line. Um, I know you've spread your seed. I have, and I tend to do that. Um, I yeah. So like having having like a family landing place, I think feel like is nice, especially because like none of my family is in LA. So sure, but um, it's 
It's trash, dude. Charging, it's straight up trash. Charging like so much money for the cleaning fee and then being expected. Like I just saw it went like it was all it was like a Twitter moment. It was like went everywhere where it was just like there was someone who was expecting you to like clean, like do the dishes, strip the beds. Do, and it's like, why am I paying a fi- $500 cleaning fee for me to have to? It's n- I'm not house sitting. They are. They must be just like losing so much money. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And then also you have to like look for hidden cameras. Like there always there's some freak shit happening. I stayed in one in Palm Springs where there was a uh, decibel reader to show you how loud you are. And if you like whispered, it was like too loud. There was a, there was a, um, Airbnb that my bachelor and bachelorette party stayed at. Um, it was all one big group in, uh, like Coachella Valley. And the advertisement was like, sound system that rivals Coachella and like that was the big thing and then on like Sunday during the day we had music on like a normal amount and the lady who stayed by the way like on it was on like a ranch and she was like hey can you guys turn it down it's like why advertise if you're gonna be a dick about the volume also we weren't being super loud also um I mean that's the the lady that inspired Palm Swings she's the one when the the all the power went out. She like scaled the wall with a glass of Chardonnay in her hand. She was like, I'm dipping out. See I you later. Know. Yeah. I am. Um, no, I'm not an Airbnb person. I I'll stay. It depends on the place, but I'm not into, I like hotels. I'm a hotel slut. Oh yeah. I love a hotel. I like being able to meet other people. <gasps> you know, what my fantasy is living at a hotel oh, for like a couple months. I would love that. Can you imagine? Uh, Where, what city would you want to live? New in York, yeah. New York city, yeah. baby. Yeah. Meets Anna just Delvey. You uh, want to go full Anna Delvey? I do, actually. I yeah. do. I, yeah. I haven't watched her, the show. It's so good. Really? Is it? People love to shit on it, but I loved it. I think her accent's horrible and great. I love okay. it. I think it's great. I am a huge fan of bad things, like <laughs> things done in poor taste, quote unquote bad art. Like I, if there, if there is intention there, I love it. And so I'll eat it up. I have a, I have a huge threshold for trash. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me about this. Okay, we, we've established you're a little, you're a horny little bastard. Well, it's true. So you you were telling me about how you went to this spicy little circus in New York, and oh. I need to know everything. Yeah, speaking of New York, actually, this is a great. I'm I'm so happy that you asked me on because this is very recent. Um, one of my best friends on the planet is his name is Mike Diva. He's a very talented director, and he has been living in New York for almost god like a year and a half now because he um got a great job directing the digital shorts at SNL um very proud of him can't wait for him to move back um but we went out to visit him for Halloween because he had the Halloween SNL episode and we were able to go to It's a place called The Box, and it's an old opera house, and the only reason we were able to get into it is because Mike's, one of his first hinge dates he stayed friends with, like, when he lived, when he moved to New York, which also, by the way, apparently dating in New York is just, like, way more chill and easy because people are just, like, you know, put a ton of things on it. Also, I guess for him, it's easier because the ratio of men to women is, like, three to one, so he's having a great time has met a lot of very cool chicks, and one of them knew a dancer at this place called The Box. Her name is Catherine. She's very cool. I asked her how to describe this to people, and she was like, it's an NC-17 circus. And (laughs) 
we went I th- we got there at like 11 and the show starts at midnight uh, yeah like 11 30 the show begins at midnight it is you like go into this little bar and uh the first thing that you are greeted with is like a big baphomet with like a huge cock that has like a candle on it that's like melting and I don't know if that was just a Halloween thing but I like heavy metal and so it was like fuck yes love this here and then you get your drink and then the show starts and so you have to go into a different room and we were standing room I just want to say like I am not a a person who likes to like name drop or whatever um I will say this to give context uh Catherine the the friend was like I've seen Kendall Jenner be turned away from this place last time I was here I sat next to Ari Stoyles and what it is just like it is crawling with like very rich whatever people so all this to say there's no reason for us to have been there also we were dressed like wizards head to toe everyone there was dressed like very cute and slutty and model-esque and we were dressed in full wizard beards and wigs and like why hats because it was halloween okay i don't think i mentioned that it was ha- Halloween. you may have but still <laughs> okay so the, you go to the box you so can't get, no box. one can get in nobody Not can get in we're in standing room and uh, how big is I it like how many people tiny so it's like i would say max capacity like probably 50 like what? it's lit it's an old opera house and so we have standing room because we were just like on the list whatever we're like quote-unquote like friends with the dancer you can see from where we're standing the floor seats which are 12k and then up in the rafters are upwards of 20k for a table up there so it's like where people go to you know fuck around and show their money off and I just to set the scene a little bit um the people who we could see which is the people who bought the floor seats uh were all some of the hottest people I've ever seen in my life um truly like models and then also like guys in their 50s who are like looking at their phones and there to flex um I want to say they were some of the most miserable looking people I've ever seen in my life a lot of them were turned away from the stage truly sitting like silently not interacting at all this becomes relevant later um the show begins there's an incredible MC who's this beautiful woman who is like it's her birthday and she's like I'm gonna eat pussy for the first time tonight I'm sick of being straight and And she like does this amazing musical number and we're like cute okay there's like incredible hot people doing hot shit right like Catherine her friend said uh, a lot of these people are ex-professional ballerinas who wanted to just do something fun and like this is the place to do it because they're doing insane aerial they're doing like ballet but it's also like you know sexy people doing sexy shit so it's like yeah you like titties and burlesque and like you know beautiful stuff but then there's also like it's an effects heavy show and so there is uh like for instance a woman who like bucks herself with a pair of scissors and like uses the blood like and it's like a commentary on like having a uterus and like you know like you know gender identity and it was like very beautiful and poignant and then there was another woman and her whole thing was that she's gross and she had <laughs> <laughs> I love gross girls she had like old age makeup on she did she was doing like you can't see this but she's doing like the like Austin Powers kind of like old school burlesque like and she did Chelsea she did the ping pong ball thing I'm sorry 
No, I, Do you I know think, what I am talking? Yeah, yeah. but if, for the people who don't. She used her pussy to shoot ping pong balls out, which is like an old like sex show trick. But we were like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Um, that's not easy. I can't imagine that's, uh, I mean, her Kegel game must be crazy. She is, she was on fire. And I, I have to say, I was, I was laughing and tearing up at all the wrong places because I actually got very emotional seeing uh, like a female bodies being presented in so many different ways like yes you had like the hot models doing like incredible dancing and it's like very sexy and awesome and then like like traditional sexy yeah 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 um but then there's like you know, the the classic objectification of a woman's body that you would see, and that's great and fine. But then there was also women's bodies and males, men, men bodies also. all The full spectrum of gender and body type um, being used for all different ways. There was, like, really poignant, beautiful art. There was, like, silly and funny and also, like, kind of unsettling and weird. And I saw this woman who was, like, doing doing gross shit another thing she came back and she um did a thing that uh stacy dc a drag character that i do has always wanted to do which is uh, basically opens like a beer bottle with her pussy and it's like effects heavy of course because there's no way that you can do ouch right um but she like she was nude and we saw her she like jammed it up there and like she was like you know being like eh, maybe her vagina has teeth I haven't ruled it out because I have no idea how she did it. And that was something that like I have wanted to do to do on stage sans nudity. And I'm like, how the fuck? There was nothing. There were no like it was very hard to see any smoke and mirrors because like her pussy was out. So I I don't know. Um, But to see this woman who her whole thing was that she was being gross. Right. Her whole thing was that she was being funny and like weird and like, you know, some could say like undesirable to see her have more like sexual ownership of her body and presence and like raw sexuality and be like ultimately so much hotter than you look at who she's performing for. And it's like people who have in many ways, you know, in terms of like aesthetic perfection, won and done it like models. This woman who's shooting ping pong balls out of her snatch has like, (laughs) more sexual like actual like like gravitas and presence than they will ever know in their lives like sexual charisma which yeah because that's learned and earned like you don't just get that like some people are just hot and they're born with it and they've had to do nothing it's like why why ugly people are better in bed absolutely Um, they have to try harder yeah so that surprises me not at all but but what this is crazy how long is the show okay well it was it went on for a couple hours I i have a couple more things to say but just to say this woman inspired me to take burlesque lessons and I'm starting in the new year. I'm very excited because also I I love that burlesque is like, yeah, you can watch me having a good time, but this isn't for you. Like it's not necessarily for the male gaze or whatever, or it's just like, I can, I can be like gross. I'm having my own good time. And that's, what's truly hot. And the best part was her final thing that she did was she was doing like this barbecue thing where she was like opening beers with her pussy and like handing out like spraying it on people and (laughs) then she took the beers and she took a beer bong and she started butt chugging the beers and spraying it all over the rich people and a bunch of them got mad and left (laughs) 
Oh my <laughs> god. It was so, like if you're going to pay 12 grand for a front row seat, it would, don't sit in the splash zone or at least know what you're like getting into. So so wild. That is so funny. Um and I like god bless her because those people were not appreciating <laughs> the show the way that they needed to be. They were there to flex and like fuck them for that. But the best part actually happened after, which is this host. Uh, again, she came out like halfway through and she was like, oh, my gosh, like I, I just ate pussy for the first time. I hated it. I'm never <laughs> doing it again. And, and it, was, it was so funny. And our, our friend who, who got us in was like, oh, this is actually great because um, her this is her running joke because she's actually married to a woman. She's a lesbian. Oh. And um, so it's like a funny thing. We're like, wow, OK, she looks so familiar. She's a lesbian. She's married to a woman. Hang on. Let me look this up. And I got home. And this is so maybe this is so niche. I don't I don't know your listeners, but they might have seen you might have seen last year. There was a viral video this year at the beginning of 2022 of a woman in a rock band and she's doing a cover of the rage of rage against the machine and she's like i have to piss and there's a guy who like raises he's like they call me the human toilet and she's like okay like yeah come on stage and she pees on him while she's doing a cover of rage against the machine and he's like thrilled right he's like fist pumping he's singing along he's loving it very much consensual um it went viral and she had to apologize for it that was the fucking host we were like wait a minute is pp girl and she turns out it was it was the being married to him because she is married to um weird weird turn but one of my favorite peloton instructors who is who is i think actually why she had to apologize because they have to keep their image very squeaky clean what the fuck (laughs) this is honestly it sounds like this is like my kind of burning man like i understand like burning man has but that's the kind of burn that's a spiritual experience that i want to have i want to watch a woman spray beer out of her asshole onto ridge people who are mad that their hair got wet yeah they were they were so so pissed i would love to i mean i know we talked about it a little bit after i got back from burning man um because i it's it's really easy to talk shit about burning man and yeah i still want you to go no everyone says this to me and it's not that i'm talking shit about burning man that i first of all we're not done talking about the circus. nobody loves to talk shit more about burning man than people who go to burning no no no. we're not done with the circus because there's so many more (laughs) questions but it's not that i don't like burn like how can i not like something i've never been to it's just that the any anytime something becomes really popular, it just becomes popular with everybody, mm-hmm. meaning that then the community has a lot of people that suck. Like anything that's popular has just more people, which means there's more opportunities for there to be annoying people ruining yeah. it. So it's I don't eighty thousand people, so that's yeah. a slice of that's going to any city basically. I don't I don't I don't blame Burning Man. It's just, you know, the, there's some people who ruin it for me who I think are annoying about it. Um, but I also don't want to be um, in dust. I don't like Valid. dust. I don't, you know. So, but I'm down. I would go with you, or like certain people who I. Trust Are you okay crying in front of your friends? Uh, I don't do anything else. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, great. Um, no, but I'm I'm super down. I would go. I would go to Burning Man. I'm not like against it. It's just there's some people make it insufferable. But some but people make everything insufferable. You know, I have never since 
going there met a burner at burning man that i didn't like but outside meeting burners i'm like probably because the cool ones are not being annoying about it so you don't even know that they go yeah um okay back to the spicy circus circus. how long is the performance so we were there it started at midnight and um ended i think we went home at like 3 30 okay um but apparently it ended early because one of the girls got too fucked up (laughs) (laughs) and then so it's a whole show is there like an after party there oh my god i mean that's new york right i'm really i'm just learning that like things don't stop happening and i am in my 30s and i like to go to bed i also have epilepsy and so i can't like not sleep really um i'll make exceptions but like you know, it has to take a lot. So, yes, there are after parties. We didn't go. We were also on a little bit of acid. So, I was like, I mean, of course. I'm ready to not be around people anymore. I get that. That is crazy. How do you get... So, you just... You can't necessarily get in. Like, it's like there's no rhyme or reason. Like, I think that you can you just have to pay sign up. I don't know if, like, how we got in were... Was, like, paid tickets or if it's just, like, a sign-in place and, like, the only paid thing is, like, if you buy a table. But I know that if you do... There wasn't a line either. So like when we went, I have no idea. I wish I I wish I could tell you. Um you got to you got to know uh you got to know your friends first hinge date. Is something to say. Honestly, this sounds really cool. If you're in New York or if you're going to New York, you should try to know someone who knows someone. It's called the Box. I also I was there with someone who used to live in New York and she used to go all the time. So I'm saying it's it's probably not impossible. You just probably need to be diligent about it and also it's every night of the week every single night they do this every night that woman opens pussies with her beer ah (laughs) (laughs) we're keeping that That (laughs) that's not going anywhere that woman opens opens pussies with her beer yeah every night of the week every single night she's shooting like have like you know gynecological issues i i don't know i i really want to know because i i so we can talk about stacy dc too later because this is also like i'm finding this the segue this is a drag character that I do I do want to be able to do that and the way that we were figuring it out was like basically you make a panty liner that can you know like smart so you're you know but you're wearing like shorts or a skirt or whatever I have no idea because she was her everything she was out like she was fully naked and so I don't know she like jammed it up in there what possible is like a dental dam do you think with like a I have I couldn't tell you I really couldn't tell you so badly to know I am so are you the type of person who likes to know like Hollywood magic like that or do you like do you like to know how magic tricks work um I I don't think that I I like to know or don't like to know I don't think I've ever really considered it I usually get like I don't want I don't not want to know I get like very into just embracing the mystical aspects of life in general I don't like to I don't like to try to figure everything out I like to just you know enjoy it but this particular thing <laughs> I have to fucking know so if there are any queens I'm gonna be honest with you babe I don't think this is mystical I think there is a very technical element to opening up beer with your vagina I think there is a very technical element here I don't think it's I don't think it's the lord just doing this magical job she's a wizard she's the real wizard I'm, that's incredible she so certainly is my hero 
I love that you're in this like very sexual era. You're like really, you're really embracing being a horny bitch. I don't know what it is. Marriage. I, I th- <laughs> yeah, I guess it marriage. And also like, I didn't really embrace being like a bi woman until I was already in a stable heterosexual relationship and say what you will about compulsory heterosexuality and all of that. And why I didn't even like think about that as an option for me until later but here we are and I am blessed to have a husband who's just like yeah girl go eat pussy go do go do whatever you want go ask a girl on a date because it's like so he's cool so you guys are in an open marriage I guess I mean is he open too or is it just you we kiss our friends it's the it's the burning man thing of like you know, we haven't like explicitly said like, oh, let's let's go like start relationships with other people or even like hook up with other people. But at the same time, um, we're saturated with hot people. We're absolutely like up to our throats in hot friends, and it's impossible not to give them smooches. I mean, you get it. it I is, totally get it. <laughs> I'm always smooching. Um, well, that's cool. So you're so congratulations on coming out. <laughs> Thank you. My sisters took such a long time. They actually I got the like, but you're not actually bi, are you? I also got it just seems a little attentiony. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Fair. I actually uh, am yeah. I'm pretending to be bi um for attention from beautiful women who want to kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, actually I am trying to get yeah. attention. I'm trying to get very Hello. physical attention from the women I desire. <laughs> um Okay, incredible. So, so this newfound look. I get we're a travel podcast, but I I, I don't care. We have to. I'm tra- traveling down south. We're traveling down to the vagina. And honestly, if you're <laughs> listening, like you need to know about this. You're reading a book right now. This is an emphasis on the thought part of yeah. club thoughting. Yes, we are. Let's not neglect the thought one half of the title. Yeah. Plus, this is a public service. Yeah. What we're about to talk about, right? So you were you were telling me how you're really into this book you're reading yes. about how to eat vagina. Oh, let me find the um yes, okay. It's called She Comes First, The Thinking Man's Guide to Pleasuring a Woman, and it's by Ian Kerner. It's a um, guy wrote it? A guy wrote it, and it is it's very much for men because the whole impetus of the entire book is like hey fellas we can't just be relying on our dicks to get women off that's not how it works and uh so you need to like basically reframe your entire view of sex in a way that doesn't like feature your penis and so i respect that also this guy uh (laughs) he's really easily digestible writing he's very funny and he leads with the fact that he was impotent and he was like i couldn't get it up and so i became really good at eating pussy and here are my findings and he's a great writer um and as both a like you know in in the timeline of my life recently out bisexual woman and also someone who owns all of those parts I was like okay let me let me check this out I saw it on TikTok as all things are seen on now I like that book talk <laughs> is just eating pussy I love so it So what um okay can you break it down like in a few quick I mean read the book but yeah. What what are your most surprising findings from the book? So I learned that the clitoris has like, oh my god, wait, hang on, more uh, same amount of like more nerve endings than the head of a penis. I know that. You know where I learned that? I don't from know. my squirting workshop in Jamaica. Listen to episode two. Thank you. 
over 8,000 nerve endings. That's crazy. And that's just on the the head. One thing that I did not know is that a G-spot orgasm is a clitoral orgasm. So it's misnomer to call it anything else because it's just like the backside of the clit. It's the clitoral network, which is so much bigger than you know, what we all assumed. And then uh, what I like about the book is that the first half is like rhetoric and anthropology and like a a lot of history and just like it it sets you up for this. And I'm at the second half right now um, and I haven't finished it. Actually, I had to buy it because I rented it from the library and had to return it. And I was like, I feel like this is is worth like $12 or whatever. Um, (laughs) The back half is like very detailed step-by-step instructions where it's like do this 15 times and then do this and then do this and I am I'm gonna say haven't gotten a chance to try it out on either end but very exciting very like interesting to know because uh, you know as we were talking about before we started recording it's like so highly personal getting your pussy ate (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everyone's different like I feel like guys they're just like I'm scared and be bad at it but it's like no two women are the same like yeah. everyone wants something different which is like that can sound intimidating to a guy or a woman or whatever um because they're like oh god well what if I'm you know I don't know what it's like no let that be liberating that like everyone's a new experience you're just gonna have to ask questions and figure it out as you go I love that it's that it's detailed directions and then what I I believe it's going to get at is like okay but like the most important thing is feeling it out and really like what better theme for a travel podcast than the most important journey of all which is going down on a woman some would say the only journey yeah some meaning me I would say that's the only journey that's it um that is a great wreck Thank you for sharing. Check it out, everybody. And please report back <laughs> once you start p- putting your, your findings in practice. I, I You need to come back and let us know how it's going. I will. I'll do an update. Do an update because I really do want to know if it's like if, if the book is having real world benefits. Yeah. Well, I did. I know that it is already because I did make two of my close male friends buy it. And so... I am already, in fact, you know, some some might say I'm doing the Lord's work by um, using my straight male friendships as uh, a jumping off point to make the world a better place. Men are so afraid to fuck it up that they don't even try. And you know what? That ain't the way. Just get down there. Enthusiasm is the best quality you can have. I don't know. <laughs> Hard skills are also skills are, skills are great, but if you're going in, even if you've got great skills and you're just going in like you're yeah, um, lackluster and sad yeah, to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're like any at, trip like, you a, go on, put positive attitude. If you're trying to like some go- like molecular gastronomy, if you're having like a like a balsamic vinegar pearl and you're just like that's not gonna do it. Try, could you do that again for me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go in like you're eating, I don't know, like a crawfish boil. <laughs> Go Ew, all in. God, <laughs> Why did I have to make it fish? I'm that sad. made it gross. I'm sad about <laughs> that. That was sad. Did you bring <laughs> – wait, are you going to bring – okay, I, look, this is a transition that only I will understand. Okay. Did you bring this book and let everyone at SantaCon know? Because I do believe that the, <gasps> the attendees oh of SantaCon – would greatly benefit from this No, book. but you know what? Here's a segue for you. I actually did hit on a woman, and I got rejected. Um, I'm two for two. So, ladies, 
hit me up. I'm trying to learn how to eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get um, so many girls off this being like, oh I God. will do the impossible. I will let Whitney I'll Moore go, go down on distance. me. I, um, I, I did hit on a woman and I, I had, you know, the esprit d'escalade, the spirit of the stairs. We heard this French concept. It's like, Basically, you know, after a situation already goes wrong is when you think of the right thing to say. Yeah. Um, so I had that moment, which was basically um, I th- there was a woman that I was like, hey, do you like girls? And she was like, oh, I'm bi, but I'm married. And I was like, oh, I'm bi, but I'm married. And she like she was just like, eh, no. <laughs> Like, she was like, I tried to let you down nicely yeah. and you wouldn't let me. Yeah. So shut up. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. What I should have said is, um, hey, I'm married, but I'm reading a book on how to eat pussy. <laughs> Help a girl out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm you know, sorry. That was at the very end of the night. And I had already. So I, I was out. It was my first night out. It was a very exciting time. As this character, Stacey DC, who is a. Uh, a band that I have and also kind of like a drag character and I've never like taken her for a test drive and in many many ways it was a success I'm very excited to talk about SantaCon but by the end of the night and also like I don't know I am not intimidated by men even a little bit but like a hot woman especially just because of like where I'm at in my life I got I I lost the character and so I was just dressed like an insane person and being like hi you want to talk to me and I was like if I had the charisma that I like you know that I was bringing to the guys and also the beginning of the night I don't know maybe it would have gone a different way but it didn't didn't work out it's not you you're you. beautiful and wonderful and some woman was going to be so excited to have you test drive her vagina <laughs> i know it i did uh, spit on two men good. what <laughs> at santa con why well also um, can you explain what santa con is for people who don't know what it is yes it was also my first time santa con is a not a convention surprisingly um i it's a bar crawl in mostly West Hollywood where there's like 300 people who dress like Santa Claus or like in festive gear. I, I was expecting to see a lot more Santas, but there were a lot of like reindeer onesies, like cute and festive oh, I went to one in New York when I was in college like 10 years ago. It was that. And it was a lot of like just snow bunny girls. Yeah. It was a great time. It was, it was very fun because it was in West Hollywood. It ended up at like a club that played like trap versions of jingle bells and it was very silly and weird but I was there so so one thing that you need to know and I think also like listeners might deserve some context which is I was there test driving this character Stacy DC like ACDC people okay keep up and she's a hair metal 80s like bimbo video vixen so she's like very extra and out there and I was wearing like the full big Frank Frazetta hair and like whatever I look like a I look like a whore from the 80s and it was probably like four o'clock so still light outside and in West Hollywood it was our first bar that we went to and um these guys wouldn't leave me alone this guy like because we actually missed the bus from we got we got there just as the bus was like going to the next location. We were like, okay, well, let's just get a drink here and then we'll call an Uber real fast. So planned on staying for no time at all. This guy kept following me around and being like, hey, do you want to go to 
Korea night at my place. And I was like, what the fuck is Korea night? And he's like, oh, it just means we bought a bunch of cocaine. And I was like, okay, first of all, <laughs> I don't do coke. And second of all, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and also, you don't know me. I could be a criminal. So I was, this guy was following me around, uh, literally followed me outside, like to the street while like our friend was, my friend was calling the Uber. And I was like, man, okay, you are you're following me and he was like let me get you a drink so i i don't i just want to say on the record i never allow men to buy me drinks because i feel like they assume that i owe them my time afterwards and i am never good at just making the escape but stacy dc might be so i was like okay yeah buy me a buy me a shot of you know my favorite tequila whatever and we do the shot and then he keeps following me around cuz of course and then i had to go because our uber was coming and i was like okay here's a christmas present and i took his hand and i very slowly spat into his hand and he looked at me like i had just like spat into his hand (laughs) yeah i was gonna think of something else but actually what i did was the thing that was that you (laughs) referenced i spat into his hand and i was like that's your christmas present he was like that wasn't very nice and his friend was like where's my christmas present also, I feel like it should be known that they also assumed that I was a, a working girl and they were making a lot of comments of it. And like, I fully support sex work. In fact, that might be the way I eat pussy and get good at it. Who knows? But like, you know, presumptuous to make that assumption out loud, I will say. Um, yeah, what a bold and thing to do. also saying just like, oh, we could afford you. Like it, they were being kind of gross. Pretty gross. Very gross. Um so I spat in that guy's hand, and then the, his friend was like, well, where's mine? And I, I took his hand, and then he did this. You can't see that, reader, listeners. He opened his mouth so wide, and so I spat into his mouth? Well, I tried. I kind of missed, but <laughs> I I don't did. know what's worse. Spitting in someone's mouth and making it, or spitting in someone's and mouth missing. and missing it? I mean... They're both bad in different ways. I Yeah, I, I feel like he... He wanted it. He wanted it, and also, maybe it's better that I missed and just got some on his, like, cheek and shirt, because, like, fuck that guy. Fuck both of them. And then I walked away, and that was, like, truly had not been out. That was my first drink. Hadn't been out for more than 15 minutes. And I was like, Stacy DC, dude, like... I very, very much believe in the power of an alter ego, and she was nailing it, but, you know, turns out all I needed to do was get struck down by a beautiful girl. Would you ever go to a brothel? A brothel? I don't think that I... You know, there's this girl on TikTok I keep seeing. No, they have them in, like, um, a lot in Nevada, but I feel like you would like it. I think, especially since you're, like, you know, wanting to, to test your your newfound knowledge um (laughs) i i keep seeing this girl on tiktok it's like the modern working girl or something and she's a sex worker at a nevada like rant like a nevada like uh brothel and it's crazy like the stories are wild and i find it it's like you you read a menu and it's like things are like a la carte or like what it's like it's like literally you're reading a menu of food items but it's all like sexual acts dude do you know what has exactly that is pompeii have you ever been to pompeii i have been to pompeii yeah have you seen the burger king menu that they have for sex positions it's literally that it's so crazy i mean (laughs) i was i was like a child so i don't know okay i i went 
this because you went yeah. on your honeymoon yeah. yes recently and that was something you just reminded me is like one of the things you know that truly connects us as as people and also has like been around since the beginning of time and at, at Pompeii you can very clearly see there's like a tile you know there's like a fresco of a menu that you can get and it's like very egalitarian there's like you know men and women and like different races and like different like amounts of people and like you could get it all babe anything that you wanted you could get a Pompeii and that was a good that's it hey then maybe the show really is about travel after all you know it's an <laughs> ancient the box it was actually yeah I would say probably Pompeii was what the box was doing back in the day before we had girls get up there and open up you know, beer with their vaginas. But I'm sure Pompeii was doing shit like that. Dude, So it's I like, have we really evolved as a society? No, we are the same. No. History repeats itself in all ways. That's how I also feel about, like, any time uh, there's a new technology is, like, if there's porn on it, then it will survive, as has been told with, like, Betamax versus VHS or HD DVD versus Blu-ray or, like, the whole internet or VR. Like, porn exists on it, and then that's how it makes money in its initial stages and it is time memoriam it is true for all of it um also I will say I was very like proud of myself and excited that I did something like cool and different and I brought it to my older sisters and my sister Lindsay had never said this but she went to Thailand when she was like on like a senior trip and she went to a sex show like that she was not impressed and she was like oh yeah I saw a lady like chop a salad with her pussy (laughs) She like what the fuck? she was like slicing carrots. I don't know how. I, my parents <laughs> went to a sex show in Thailand and watched uh, someone like have like put it like a whole chicken came out of her vagina. What the hell? <laughs> what are they doing in there? I, how do we make I, this? I, I don't. And also, can we stop putting live animals in there? It's like the, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. I'm not trying to shame anyone for what you're into, but leave the animals alone. Yeah, like, it's trauma. They don't know what's going on. I mean. It, it probably is the nicest place that you could be, but it's probably stifling, I would say. There's not a lot of air in there. Yeah. Yeah. I've been traveling within the recesses of my mind. I've been traveling to I sex you, shows. I think I've you been... need to do more, like, sex-based travel. Like, I think you need to That's be going your thing. Like, I think it needs to be your <laughs> thing. It's really not. Like, globe batting is just, like, an energy Okay, <laughs> it's not necessary. I'm in a relationship. Like, I'm not out there fucking anymore. I trust me. When Did I you was go to a squirting seminar in Jamaica, I went to a, yes. That really is just it will haunt me forever. But it's my own <laughs> fault because I told everybody about it. But it's you know I did. I did a lot. Of, I went to that squirting workshop in Jamaica, and I'll do it again if I have to. Do but you? I will say that, like you. I'm just going to send you like cool. And honestly, if you're listening and you have a cool idea, send suggestions for like sexual based travel ideas. Wow. For Whitney because we want her to get a freak on. I do. You're a horny bastard. <laughs> and I want you to get yours. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're embracing <sighs> it because I think there's a lot of, there's still a ton of, I mean, look, we are less so now. Gen Z doesn't give a shit, but it's still, there's still a lot of shame around, especially hot women, um, being so like dirty and gross like you I are. Am. Thank you. Um, you're no, welcome. you're right. I'm filthy. And that's you're actually, filthy. that's why Stacey DC is so dear to my heart because she is an outlet while I have regular jobs for being like <laughs> the f- 
truly like funneling all my gross girl energy. And so never stop. I, I will I will be uh, I will be my experimenting that with that in 2023. Stacy DC is going to be my vehicle. And where am I going to go? Who knows? I can't wait to see. Um, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, I guess like. God, fuck all social media. I mean, like, Twitter's gross now and has always been. Um, Instagram, it's impossible to do anything, but um, sometimes I post pictures of my butt on there. It's Whitney S. Moore. Um, Same thing on TikTok. If you are interested in following my uh, 80s hair metal band uh, and, like, I guess now gross drag sideshow shit. It's Stacy DC, uh, Stacy with an I, um, and that's on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I also have a newsletter that I recommend: good art, comic books, music, and sometimes show pictures of my butt. And you can find that at gimmemore.com two O's. Why don't you have an OnlyFans yet? I might. I you know what I I I don't have an OnlyFans because I don't always feel hot and I don't want to make it a job for myself um because that's like a space that I have mostly I'm just like you know going that's mostly how I that's mostly how I feel (laughs) it's just like a little gross goblin lady um and so I I like to I like to post freebies in the newsletter but Brie (laughs) did actually uh inform me that you can stream on OnlyFans and one thing I have uh, stream video games on Twitch but you can't do there's a lot of censorship and I always think that like the uh, romance simulators and like the porn games are so funny and weird and like terrible that I thought they would be really funny to stream so I don't know maybe that'll be the thing that gets me on there I'm really proud of you I'm, I I bless this mess I think you're wonderful <laughs> and so hot and if there's anyone that deserves to eat vagina it is you so thank you so much my new year's resolution for you for 2023 is um maybe not new year's resolution but my new year's wish (laughs) is that you get a lot of hot women throwing themselves at you thank you in a way that doesn't make you uncomfortable okay i love you i accept that i love you whitney (laughs) thank you for coming I love you. Thank you for letting me perv out on your podcast. (laughs) You're such a pervert. You really are such a pervert. You are like a little goblin pervert that I I love. I I adore you. So thank you for coming. And we'll see you next week on Globe Thotting with Chelsea. Watch Palm Swings. Yeah.